You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. It was kind of a weird feeling just being completely untethered in the middle of this, like, Oh, yeah, because there's nothing Adult you can like, do. Yeah. Well, there is, well, there is stuff you can do. Well, that's true. But I mean, it's going to cost you, you a lot of money. Yeah, but you can't leave where you are because no, that's but, that's but, your home. But then you have a couple of drinks, and then you're uh, and then you don't know what you're then you don't know what's going that on. That sounds like that could have ended quite. It could have. It could have. Luckily, I maintained control. But there was a moment there where I had that okay, fight or flight, panic mode. Oh my god, I'm surrounded in Las Vegas by myself. What do yeah. I do? Yeah. Yeah. No, that's not smart, especially if you're a drunk tourist wandering around by yourself. I wasn't a drunk tourist running around. Oh, well, I'm sorry. Okay. You were a stone-cold sober Absolutely. tourist Absolutely. I merely had yeah. some uh, libations as the night went on. Hello, everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah Dillon. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network, then available via podcast all over the internet, wherever podcasts can be found. And thank you for finding us. I do want to give a big thank you to everybody who goes to funemploymentradio.com and clicks on Expedia. For all of your travel needs, be it if they're uh, going to Las Vegas or wherever you end up, the best way to do that, the smartest thing to do, is to book your trip through FunEmploymentRadio.com by clicking on the Expedia link. I mean, it's just the most brilliant thing to do. It's one of the. It's responsible, and you don't even have to live in Portland to use it. Like, say, for example, you live across the country, like our friend, uh, like Trudy, who lives in Florida, and she wants to come and visit. Portland, Oregon. Sure. It's magical. Absolutely. Maybe to come and hang out for one of our bingo nights, next of which is happening uh, this Thursday. This Thursday, March 23rd. March 23rd. I mean, it's a little bit of a, a short time there. But, well, I uh, mean, she's got a, she's got a, you know, a couple of few hours. She couple, can figure this out. A couple few hours. Yeah. So she can figure that out. So all yeah. she has to do is click on that Expedia link and be on her happy way. Absolutely. Over it's, to the West Coast. It's just such an easy thing to do. Go so to FunEmploymentRadio.com, click on the Expedia link, and yeah, come out for the Fun Employment Radio bingo night on March 23rd. It's uh, going to be Atlanta. Mark Saloon, 4847 Southeast Division, brought to you by Bridgeport Brewing and Tullamore Dew Whiskey. Awesome. Bridgeport Brewing. And I believe, I think uh, last show we talked about how they were going to have a wheat beer. That wheat beer sold out. So <laughs> what yeah. they're going to have, though, is instead. But it's being repl- replaced by something even more delicious. By two. Not one, but two. Wait, not one, but two? Not one, but two different Tell me beers. More, Greg. We'll be there from Bridgeport on tap. We'll have the Bridgeport Cream Ale, which is delicious. I just had one of those last night at my uh, my very own house. I purchased one of the Bridgeport Cream Ales. Wow. And, and they'll have that. And the Bridgeport IPA, which is also absolutely delicious. So they'll have those two beers on tap and the Tullamore Dew Whiskey, and that's March 23rd at 6 p.m. at Landmark Saloon, 4847 Southeast Division. Oh, my gosh. We're so excited to see you all there. Yes, indeed. Well, there's, there is something. Okay, uh, before we play the part of this show here that we're, that we're getting to, I do want to say this. So this is – we had a technical issue, and we lost part of the show. We sure did. But so, we're still here for you. We're still we here. We want to give you something. We wanted to give you the pieces to which we could salvage. And they just so happen – to be the best pieces. They are, indeed. Yes. And uh, because the first half of this show got, uh, well, there was a tech issue and blah, blah, blah. It didn't work out. So the important thing is, like Sarah just said, we did have the second half of the show, which was when we had our friend Royal come in. And Royal, which a lot of people on the network know who Royal is. He is a man about town. Royal's just awesome. And I ended up meeting up with Royal when we were both in Las Vegas for the Consumer Electronics Show over January. And so 
Uh, he he got me out of the house uh, that I was staying at to go hang out with him for a few hours. You mean we, out of the out of the fraternity? Out of the out of the fraternity that I was staying in, <laughs> yeah, basically, and uh, and went and hung out with him for a while. So Royal came in anyway, and we talked about a bunch of different things. So that part of the the show was completely saved, and so that's what we want to go into today. It's just uh, play that half of it and make sure that you get something of it. We'll have a brand new show coming out for the next episode that's fully there. And you know, I mean, tech issues are one of those things. What are you gonna do? I mean, we've done almost two thousand shows. And sometimes it happens. And every once in a while, there is a bit of a snafu. It's you know? less and than one percent, and it is just us. I mean, so I mean, if you think about it, like television companies and places who have you know, like thousands of employees, yeah, they fuck up more than we do. Yeah, and they have lots of people who should try and you know fix that. Yeah, it's only the two of us, so we're so you our know. odds are pretty good. So it's pretty, good, pretty odds. good odds. You have a <laughs> less than one percent chance of a screwed up show. Heck yeah! All right, Fun Employment Radio. That's our that's our new tagline right there. Uh, okay, well let's do this. Let's go ahead and play our interview with Royal. Let's just launch into that, and uh, we'll run, round out the rest of the show with that. And thanks so much, everybody, for tuning in. Here it is, Royal on Fun Employment Radio. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. Yes. Sorry, I, I don't know why weird. I had to do it that. Yeah, I don't know why I came in like that. That was just a strange way to do it. But yeah, I, I don't know why you did that. I'm very All confused. Right. Yes, indeed. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, joining us now, right here on Fun Employment Radio, it is Royal. Hello, everybody. Hello. Oh, hello, our hello. friend. Hello, it's been far too long. I know. Oh, How I know. have you been, world traveler? Oh, my gosh. I'm exhausted at the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, Jess had a uh, – my wife, Jessica Hebert, had a uh, science conference in Orlando the entirety of the past week. Uh, so – Used our little Delta companion fare to fly me down there with her and <laughs> crashed in her hotel room. And then we went to uh, Disney uh, for two and a – I'm sorry, one and a half days. Wow. Um, on Eastern time. So I've been – I was up at, according to our time, like 3.30 in the morning yesterday and we got here at 11 o'clock last night and I'm just exhausted. Oh, it was my God. Fun. I bet. How was Disney World? Disney World was good. Um, I've never been there. I, I, it was my first time. Yeah, um, I, I've oh, been I went there when I was in ninth grade, but I barely remember it. Yeah, yeah. I, like I've been to Disneyland a whole lot, uh, but I'd never been to Disney World, and it was it was good. Like it was a lot of fun. We had. I don't like it as much as Disneyland. Like the yeah. whole thing. It's it's like twenty five thousand acre compound of nothing but resorts and and theme parks. <laughs> Um, with their own road system and bus system and police force and all these sorts of things. And it just – the whole thing felt contrived a little bit. Oh, yeah. Um, like I, I'm sure Aaron Duran is going to give me a whole bunch of crap for this one. <laughs> uh, but like the Magic Kingdom was eh. – Yeah, really? Yeah. Compared yeah. to Disneyland? It's been a while since – I mean, gosh, it's been a long time since I've been to any of them. But I went to Disneyland – yeah, I must have been like right after I graduated high school. So a long time ago. Wait, yeah. is, is uh, but, the one in – is Disney World like with Epcot Center and yeah, all that yeah. stuff? Yeah, Disney World's That's got Florida. Epcot. OK. Yeah, so, like, no, I've been to that one. Being in, yeah. Going inside the big ball. Yeah, that yeah, was the spaceship cool. Earth and all that sort of thing. Yeah, but yeah, so like, so like in in Orlando, like there's the Magic Kingdom, which is has aspects of Disneyland in it. Like there's the Haunted Mansion and Pirates of the Caribbean. Oh, that's and, different. Yeah, oh, it's, it's slightly different. So, and then you have to go to a different park for like Star Tours and oh. stuff like that. So yeah, okay, it, it's, it's a little. It, it was a little strange. I always forget that they have their own police force. Like, what's Disney jail like? Like, I, what do you what do you get jailed for? Oh, I I don't even want to know. Yeah. I mean, I what, do, wanna, oh, what do you I, I do to violate? Like extra sadistic. Yeah, seriously. It's like, oh, no, no, I don't want to go. No. I don't, I don't want to screw with the mouse. No, nope, I wouldn't nope. want to do that either. I mean, when I went down there, granted, this was maybe uh, for satirical purposes only, but we brought a bunch of booze in. And so we were. <laughs> 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 it was when as you, could still you do. do. <laughs> yeah, as you do. is when you could still do that. And we emptied out a bunch of Gatorade bottles, I remember, and then filled them um, perhaps with vodka and brought those in. And they didn't really search them. 
And so we just got a locker, and so we go visit our locker every now and then and refill our drinks and then go walk around Disneyland. But now I'm wondering if that could that could uh, put me in Disney jail. All right, I'm looking at Disney jail. So I guess Disney jail is a thing, but it's more so – it's not like a barred jail, but it's uh-huh. more of a security office that you're – Held in until they figure out what to do with where, you. Where they look at you sternly. Where they look at you sternly. How long can they hold shame. you? Uh, I don't know. <sighs> I wonder if there's some other. But then Disney says that it's mis- like uh, that the rumors of it are misleading and and it's an old wives' tale. But I don't, they have to do something oh, with them. No. Of, course, of course, that's what they say. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> oh no, there's some kind of there's there's way more to it than that. There has to be. Yeah, there you know, has there's, to be. There's like a whole underground system. I mean, they could probably keep somebody there for years. Well, and what do you, you have to do to be it? like uh, to be able to be oh. like a Disney security guard? Like, is there a Disney like security system? Like training that you have to go through in order I would to be a specific, yeah. One would think there's got to be things. I wonder how many people disappear from Disney every year. Like you so know, many. there's a percentage. Oh man, of people that disappear from Disney. This got dark real fast. Yeah, right. <laughs> and they just never tell you about it. Well, because they talk about all the people's you know remain, like the human remains are just everywhere. What at uh, Disney? Well, yeah, because people uh, want to be buried at Disney, so they'll bring like their ashes, ashes oh. of loved ones. So they're like. People just chuck oh, yeah. their ashes in Disneyland? Oh, yeah, in the Haunted Mansion. And, like, people really? will just dump their ashes in Disneyland. Like, I remember reading this thing where it's just like How do you thousands... sneak them in? Well, I don't think they're patting you down. Like, if you have a baggie with a loved one's ashes in your pocket, Strapped I don't think they're to, like, gonna... your, like, duct tape, like a cocaine or something. So, to, like, something like that. Your... Yeah. It have to yeah, be. And right, I, don't, yeah. I don't imagine they're bringing all of them because yeah. that seems yeah. like a real big bag of, <laughs> of powder to bring into, into a park. <laughs> yeah. Huh. I never thought about that. All right. Well, now now that we know about that, oh yeah, I, guess it, yeah. No, I remember hearing about that because it scared me as a kid that like there are like so many people's ashes and spirits and entities everywhere. Yeah, and it, got, it got even a little like especially the haunted mansion. So they, they have these things in Disney World called magic bands because everything is magical. <laughs> um, and so it's this little wristband that has the Mickey ears on it, and it's connected to like you use it as your your room key if you're staying at a, as, at a resort. Oh, okay. You can put a credit card on it. Oh, uh, so you can pay with it and everything? Yeah, does all your fast pass stuff, all that sort of thing. Um, so you can spend has, money without realizing it. <laughs> exactly, yeah. exactly. Well, yeah, fortunately, I had to put in a pin for that, but it's oh, still, still real dangerous. That seems yeah. dangerous. Seems real dangerous. But so we're in the Haunted Mansion and the, 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 like, uh, the uh, hitchhiking ghosts bit. Yeah. Yeah. So we're, we're it's going. It's been a while since I've been to it. I don't even know what that is. Oh, no, yeah, where so, they're sitting on you? Where you're just yeah, so there's, there's the like at the very end of the ride, like all the carts turn towards a mirror. It's like, and the ghosts will follow you home. And oh. There's some sort of effect where you look in the mirror and there's a ghost sitting right in between you or dancing or around or something you. like that. Gotcha. Yeah, or on you. Um, so in this case, like Jess and I had the little magic band. So the ghost was holding up a sign that said, see you in Oregon. I was like, <gasps> what? what the crap? <laughs> oh, damn. That's awesome. That's, oh, that's using good. technology for good. That's using technology for good. On the one hand, yeah, but on the other hand, it's like Disney knows way too much about me. Oh, right yeah, yeah, Disney knows everything. True. Disney is Big Brother. Oh, yeah. Once you're there. So with uh, Epcot, because I'm trying to remember, I went there while I had the worst sunburn of my entire life oh, when yeah. I went there because it was overcast and it was the last day we were there. And my sister and I were like just trying to get tan and I didn't put on any sunscreen and I had like second degree burns all over me. Ooh. It was so bad. But uh, did they yeah. have like a. Uh, what was it? It's like different countries had different yeah. rides. Yeah, and yeah. there was this—I think it was the Norwegian one or something—that was kind of a underwater like. They—they've turned. They—they've changed that one into a frozen ride okay. for, for Norway, which uh, was actually really, really a lot of fun. And the whole—they've expanded the whole Norway section because. And, I remember really loving that because my sister oh, and I like, because we want to go frozen. on the Norway yeah. ride. Yeah. All yeah. right. No, that was actually great. Like Jess and I were sitting there having a cocktail because you can do that in all the countries in Epcot. Oh, really? You can oh, yeah. drink in there. So oh, yeah. No, there's like every. Single corner you turn, there's another cart selling booze. 
Really? Oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, so is Epcot Center more for adults then? Or? Uh, yeah, they were kids. It seemed yeah. – and we were there on a Monday morning, so it, it was a little bit more chill. Like we just wandered around the countries. Wandered around uh, drinking some booze. Doing had, had, a be, had a beer in Germany, had some wine in France. Nice. Had something called the uh, Tipsy Ducks in Love in China. Which was, Tipsy ducks in love. Yeah, it was bourbon and chocolate. I, how much, okay, how all much right. did a drink run? Oh, you don't want to know. It was like some of them were like 10, 11 bucks. Oh, um, man. Yeah. Like a little tiny like Dixie cup worth of beer was like five bucks. Something <laughs> oh, like yeah. Yeah. It's, a shot of I beer. mean, I figured it'd be a lot. You know, it's oh, Disneyland. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But uh, so it, in, in Norway, like wandering characters, of course, and all that. So these two Vikings come out of the back. And of course, I'm wearing my Utila kilt. So we just happen to stand up at the time. One of them just looks at me. He's like, "Uh huh, yeah." <laughs> Starts flipping a kilt around. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah, careful. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Don't want to flash everybody. Yeah, but that's fun. It sounds like you made a lot of use in the day and a half that you we had did. There. We did. It was uh, it was a little crazy, but a lot of fun. Oh, had had so a good cool. time. That is awesome. Well, and Royal and I, we I talked about this briefly on the show a couple of months ago, but we hung out in uh, Vegas. Oh, yeah, we did. <laughs> yes, we did. Yeah, so, I want to hear more about this. So we were both down there for the Consumer Electronics Show, and I was down there with Digital Trends, and you were down there with your company. Yeah. And, and so different places, and I was staying at this house that Tisha you were staying at a frat in. house basically yeah basically yeah it was yeah. me and like 12 other dudes and then poor jenny who <laughs> and then, actually like, one poor girl <laughs> yeah, poor Jeez. jenny that had to stay with all of us oh god the smell oh, oh yeah god. yeah it was like this house they, they had rented it was called the uh the players club is what they had found it online because they were they were just looking for one Please with enough tell me rooms it was p-l-a-y a z i don't know it wasn't oh. meant to be like a party house and, and it wasn't really it was just like they had so many bedrooms in this place. And so I was staying out there and I don't know whether it was the second or third night I was down there because you have just zero privacy. It's like you wake up at like 6 a.m. and you go work all day. You go to conferences. You go to stuff. And then you come home and then you're surrounded by people. So I was like, you know, I got a couple of hour break here. I wonder what Royal's up to. And, and Royal had seen that I was <laughs> posting and he's like, Bru- <laughs> come in. Come in right now. Come Let to my place. Let me save you. And because so, you guys had this giant suite. Yeah, yeah. So what we do, my, my company, uh, EZPR. It's my, my boss, Ed Zitron, started this thing a few years ago. Um, and what we've done for the past three years is we have we have a suite at CES, either close to or in the the hotel where the uh, the convention is actually taking place. Because one of the things we realized is that reporters really hate these conventions. <laughs> And it, it's it's such sensory overload. There's it's always so much overload. There's always somebody talking to you. Like everybody is trying mm-hmm. to get you to write something about their thing. Yeah, um, it, that's true too. If you walk around with a press pass, everybody hits you up. Yeah, absolutely yeah. everybody. Absolutely everybody. So it's it's both really really annoying, um, but also really necessary because your job depends on the content these guys are providing to you. Totally. Um, so we decided to to have a suite with a. Really well stocked bar, um, and invite just reporters and the occasional client, um, and just not no no pitching involved. Like come yeah. up, relax, use the Wi Fi, write a story, do what you need to do, have a cocktail, but uh, that's don't smart. just get away from the con for a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and that's why it was perfect. So. Um, he gave me the address and everything, and I went in, like took a cab in. Hey, Greg, and- I'm, I'm I'm proud of like how explorey you were. Well, it's I had a, good, just wandering that, and that's the thing. I had a two-hour window, and that never happened. So I'm like, I have two hours, two free hours. What the hell do I do with myself? I'm going to get out of here, and I'm going to go see Royal. So, so yeah, I went into t- into town and uh, went to the place. And first off, like in order to get up to where Royal was, they had a security guard down at the bottom. Oh yeah, and so. 
I walked up. Wait, and, down at the bottom where? Like at the, the elevators. You couldn't even go yeah. to the elevators without yeah. going past the what? security guard. And you had to explain where you were going. I've never been to someplace that fancy. Yeah, and so I talked to the security guard. Wait, you made and it she's past like, security? Well, she's like, what room are uh, or who are you here to see? I was like, I'm here to see Royal in room, whatever room you, you yeah, I, I don't even recall. Yeah, I don't know. And she calls up. And to the place, and then I don't know who she talked to, but she's like, "Okay, you're you're clear to go up. Uh, hit this button on the elevator, and then yeah, I'm allowed to go past, and then go up on the elevators." And so I get up on the elevator, and I'm walking towards where this room is, and I can kind of hear a little bit of talking. And it's I'm just walking by these giant doors into like suites. I mean, these are like fancy places. And so I walked up to the one that was royal like doors carved in gold. I don't know about gold, but there probably was some in there. I don't know. And I knock on the door. But the thing is, so I didn't know what to expect. I didn't know what was going on. And I just knew, okay, Royal's having some kind of party up here. And the door opens. And I kid you not, there is a monk or a, a priest. What is yep, he? Yep, a, yep. A, a priest so, so what, oh, answers the door. Yeah. So what I was doing is I was hanging out in the casino having, having a drink, uh, like trying to intercept Greg so he wouldn't have to go through security. We could just walk up. Um, and somehow I missed squirrely. him. Yeah. He, he's squirrely. Yeah. So, somehow I missed him. Um, so that uh, the the person who answered the door would be Father Gabriel. Father Gabriel, he is a, who I ended up knowing. Yeah, he, he's he's a Dominican friar um, who was actually based out of Portland. Yeah, yeah. So which is which is kind of a weird thing. And he's he's just a friend of the company. Like he hangs out. Um, yeah, and he's a real friar. Can, can, oh yeah, real friar. Yeah. Real friar. That is. Crazy. But I didn't know that at the time. So when I when I the door answers and there's a friar there, I'm like. Okay, this is not the place where I'm going to. I, I clearly have messed up somehow, and I made it to the wrong place. <laughs> this isn't the guy that's going to be having the, the drinks. Oh, no. Oh, he can drink. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh I learned that. Yeah. And so well, that's I, true because we're conditioned, I think, by Catholicism. Like whenever you see someone who's religious, like, I'm always like, I was like, all right, yeah, no, no drinking. Well, Las no Vegas, anything. yeah, and a friar answering the door. I'm like, okay, I've done something wrong here. I'm, clearly, I've ended up in the wrong place. <laughs> is, this, like, is, this it, is, is this an intervention? What, what, right? what, yeah. what just happened? Or like this is about ready to start into some kind of weird living a hangover movie or something like that. Like, the, Oh, did you think it was um, an eyes wide shut party? I don't know what was going on. I did you think Royal <laughs> invited you to an eyes wide shut party? <laughs> I assumed not, but, you know, when the I would hope you, the door, I would hope you assumed <laughs> not. <laughs> I wouldn't have showed up otherwise. Well, maybe I would have. So anyway, either – Oh, That's I the only reason you went. It's because so, you thought it might be one. <laughs> so, so I, I was like, okay, yeah, is uh, I'm here to see Royal, and he's like, oh yeah, yeah, come on in. And I walk in, and it's just this room full of uh, dudes like hanging out and uh, and drinking. And I'm looking around. I'm like, Royal's not here. I don't know any of these people. I don't know anybody here. I don't know where Royal is. And I'm just this guy standing here. And, and you know, people kind of looking over at me, like see if they they know me and or whatever, and uh, and then just kind of looking away. And uh, and then finally. I think the friar actually told me, he's like, oh, it looks like Royal uh, went downstairs, so well, let's get you a drink. I'm like, okay, so I am in the right place. <laughs> okay, so Royal will be back. I'm fine. Now let's talk about these drinks over here. And then there's this huge bar set up. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The, the, we, we go all out for it. Uh, there's just everything you can think of and special requests are met and all of – all of the, the top shelf liqueurs. Oh, it was top shelf. It was awesome. Including, but not limited to, uh, something that Royal brought in for us. Yeah, which, which, thank you. I don't even know what to be, like, what that is. It's so fancy. Well, this is this is a, a fine bottle of absinthe uh, done by the uh, St. George Distillery down in Oakland. Um, we got a lot of booze from them. They do, uh, 
uh, sort of small batch like whiskeys. Their whiskey is almost impossible to get because it goes so fast. Oh, wow. A um, lot, of, lot of different vodkas. And this was one of the very few unopened bottles left from the bar. So I thought, you know, I know some people who would like some good booze. Oh, man. Thank you. That is so nice of you, Royal. Yeah, no that problem. is awesome. So that actually was from Vegas. Yeah, that is, that is from Vegas. That came home with me. Oh, that's great. All right, so eventually you guys did end up meeting up and having some good old family fun, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. I wouldn't say family fun, Bob. <laughs> well, yeah, no. We had some drinks. Uh, we went down and gambled a little bit. I oh, did yeah. win. Yeah, I yeah, that's sure. right. You yeah, won. I think it was up like thirty bucks or something. Yeah, you won. I can't remember which machine was it. The Wonka machine? Uh, yeah, Wonka. Hey, yep, yep, yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow, yeah. oh, you won, won money on the Wonka machine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I didn't think that was possible. Yeah, no, it was pretty sweet. Huh. Yeah, won some money and then uh, went on my way. But it was it was awesome. So I just got to thank Royal again. That was oh, perfect. Uh, happy to have you A there. Perfect that's... little break in the middle of all the chaos of everything. Yeah, it was it was fun. And then we both ended up getting snowed in because because uh, <laughs> the airport was. Oh, and you ended up having the shittiest of times. Oh my God, Royal was stuck there. For longer than you, and then didn't you? Like, Royals, your, your well, you were at an airport, and, and then had to wait for hours. Yeah, so my my flight was one of the very few that didn't actually get canceled because of snow. Yeah, like it was supposed to leave, and everything was going fine. Yeah. Uh, and then I'm waiting for an hour, and another hour, and another hour until they finally say, "Yeah, this flight has been canceled because of a mechanical issue." <laughs> like everybody snowed in, but no, it's a mechanical issue. Yeah, right. Fucking my shit up. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Yeah. So we. Uh, yeah, I end up. Fortunately, I've got a couple of friends that live down there, so I'm like, I've been up all night, literally, uh, just waiting to go home. Oh. Uh, so like, go over to a friend's house and crashed out for like 18 hours. Yeah, and then had to had to fly fly out the next day on two different flights that were also delayed. <laughs> oh God! Yeah, I felt bad for you guys. Like, I was jealous that you got to be in Vegas, but it was like a never-ending shit show for you to try and get back. Yeah, it was. It was kind of a mess. Well, and it wasn't. It wasn't just trying to get back here because they got snowed in on the East Coast too. Yeah, they were all screwed yeah. up. So there's like New York people. Were. I don't know how many hundreds of thousands of people were trying to fly out the same day. Yeah, from all from trying CES. to get to New York or to the Northwest and. Anybody going to those two destinations were completely fucked. Yeah. Oh man. Just just hosed. Yeah, but it. Yeah, so I ended up with that extra night in Vegas where I just walked around and uh, I, I did the strip on my own. That sounds wrong when I say it out loud. Like that, that, that really yeah, kind of does. Yeah, kind of sound wrong. I'm, I'm glad you caught that because <laughs> yeah. I was about to point it out. <laughs> it was. I had a good time. I had a good time. Did you make any friends, or did you just kind of? Uh, yeah, do your no, own? I made some friends in a couple of places. Um, I made some friends because I played roulette, and so I made some friends at one table. There were like a, a couple of German guys. That, uh, again, this story just keeps sounding wrong, uh, more and more wrong, uh, that I hung out with. And then, um, and then I, I kind of became buddies with uh, this other guy. I believe he said he was from China. He didn't really speak English, but we, we were hanging out. And then we were, we were cheersing and having some drinks. And it was a regular like, international roulette table I was at. And then, uh, so yeah, I made some buddies there. And then, I, then I'd just leave and walk around and go get a burger and go get a drink and then go somewhere else. It was fun. I had a good time by myself. Go get a footlock hot go. dog from yeah. Uh, yeah. Casino Royale. Yeah, yeah. No, it was it was it was great. But I was definitely ready to get home by the end of that. Oh yeah, no, that, yeah. And the, the convention is so long, and like really, there there is there's a certain time limit to how, how much you can spend in Vegas. Uh huh. And I think it's like at the outside about three days. Like yeah. that, that seems to be about mm-hmm. enough. Yeah. Um. And like I think you and I were both there for at least five. Oh yeah, yeah. It was at least let's see Wednesday and Thursday, Friday. Yeah, five nights. Yeah, five nights oh, at least. Oh, that's too many. It is. It lot. is way too many. Yeah, it is a lot. Yeah, that is. It's too much. That and is like, too much. Time. Yeah, not unlike the convention floor. Like just being in Vegas is such sensory overload. Just mm. to get to your hotel room, you've got to walk past a thousand machines that are all screaming at you to spend money. Oh, yep. Yeah. Yep. No, I remember that's how I feel because I, I like going to Vegas for like 
like three days, three nights, like three nights at the most, two nights a lot. But I mean, like when it comes down to it, like as soon as it gets closer to time to go home, it's like, what, what else is there to do? Because you kind of realize there's nothing else to do except for just spend money and then gamble the what little money you have. Yeah. And lose it. Which I'm, I'm not. We've a cracked the code one. of Vegas. I have. <laughs> God damn it. Um, uh, yeah, I and mean, on the one hand, I do love going down there because it's and, you know it's time with the company and FaceTime yeah. clients. Oh, and, and it was great. I, like I love going to it. Like don't get me wrong. And I'm yeah, but yeah. that's a lot of time. Well, yeah, and that's that's the, the whole like my again the easy PR sort of philosophy is we don't really like a lot of PR companies form pitch and we we try not to do that. Or, yeah. phrase. We don't try not to do that. We don't do that. Like mm-hmm. every. Every client is represented to reporters in a, in a personal fashion. Like we've got a personal relationship with every reporter, so it's it it it, it, it it's good FaceTime, but yeah, it's exhausting. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I bet. Yeah, it's a schmooze fest. It is <laughs> pretty much. Um, all right, well, we got a little bit of time left. I was wondering if we could do a little bit of ball talk really quick. Yes. Have you been watching March Madness, Royal? I have not. I was I, again. I was in Orlando yeah. all week, so I, I was working what? from the hotel. You didn't room. spend your time when you were working or at Disneyland watching basketball. Uh, you know, not not so much. Not so much as it turns out. I was watching it when I was winning. Now I'm not paying any attention because I'm not. <laughs> when I was number one, it was fun. There you go. Yeah, there's a little bit of that. All right. Well, I'm Greg Nibbler. Let's talk balls. balls. Okay. First up, I do want to say this. There is a national nightmare. That has been solved. And you may have seen this over the last couple of days. The uh, the big theft that happened at Super Bowl, the national oh, nightmare. Sir. I know what you're talking about. <laughs> Tom Brady's jersey's been found, everybody. So Tom, Tom Brady. Woohoo. Yeah, woohoo. Had his <laughs> um, Super Bowl 51 winning the jersey that he was wearing during that game was stolen right after the game out of oh. the locker room. Well, the thing is, there it is kind of a big deal because it's they're estimating it's worth about five hundred thousand dollars. So the jersey was swiped out of the locker room, and nobody know, knew who took it. And they've been trying to find it ever since. They said they put the Texas Rangers on it because it was in Houston, and nobody's been able to track it down. But it has been found now, in of all places, Mexico. So it, they tracked it down, and there's actually footage you can see now of of what went on. This reporter. And his name is uh, Mauricio Ortega, who is a reporter for La, La Prensa, which I guess is a Mexican tabloid is what it's described as. Okay. <clears throat> so he's been a reporter at the Super Bowl for the last several years. And there's video of him walking into the locker room. He just kind of follows along with the players. So he looks like he's just part of the group and just like sneaks in there and they show him going into the locker room and then they show him with like nothing under his arms and then they show him leaving the locker room and he's got something under his arm. So there's this – I'm sure we're going to find out more about how exactly they tracked him down, but that was part of it was that video. They ended up going to his place in Mexico. They found not only Tom Brady's jersey from Super Bowl 51. They found his jersey from Super Bowl 49 that had also been stolen, and they found a Denver Broncos helmet that had been stolen. So this guy's been going to the Super Bowl each year and just nabbing himself a little uh, – Memorabilia. I'm impressed that he was that able is, to get away with it. Yeah, no, I, yeah. I, do, I do sort of love the the idea of like a Danny Ocean style guy who's just <laughs> <Yeah>. stealing sports <laughs> memorabilia <laughs> and skipping <laughs> the country. Yeah, That's yeah. What he does. Apparently, just stocking. And them he out was his house. good at it until this particular moment. Well, I got like the jersey. I kind of get. You could probably fold up a jersey pretty easy. How did he steal a helmet out of the locker room? That's what I don't understand. Yeah, like, that's that's a tough one. Yeah, like to bring that onto an airplane. Those ideally don't fold up. No, (laughs) no. And he got it on an airplane or something to get it back to Mexico. So, anyway, the national nightmare has been solved of this this terrible travesty. Thank you for letting us know. That we've all been living with, yeah, for so long. All right, moving on in ball talk. 
Here's another uh, nightmare, but I got I got to bring this one up. This comes from Spokane, Washington, where a high school football coach by the name of Jim Sharkey, Sharkey. that is his name, Jim Sharkey, has been suspended uh, due to an incident that occurred when uh, he was holding a football camp. Now, allegedly, at the football camp, this is what Jim Sharkey did to the group of guys there. According what? to the allegation, he brought out a hot dog bun. Okay. Oh, no. Placed his penis in said hot dog bun, showed it to the players, and said, You think that's a big dog? Take a look at this. Wow. Ew. And showed his... His dong, yes. His penis. To everyone. Well... Somebody filed a complaint, and he was... You don't say. (laughs) (laughs) I can't believe everybody was. Jim Sharkey was suspended. I mean, Jim Sharkey, that just sounds like a football coach. Jim Sharkey seems like he would put his penis in a hot dog bun. Yeah, he does seem like he would put his penis in a hot dog bun. Yeah, just the name. Good old Jimmy Sharkey. There's something about that name that just says, hey, look at my wang. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, so he got a written reprimand and was suspended for a while, but then he was... Oh, this is what happened last year. He was still allowed to coach, and now he's been placed on an administrative leave again because of allegedly other incidents of questionable behavior. What was it by him? What was the hamburger bun this time? I don't know. I don't know. Um, he, he was actually approached by a reporter, and he said, uh, you already investigated this, and I signed a paper, according to a paper he had signed about it. And then he said, how many students said I exposed myself? Uh, the the uh, woman investigating said, uh, several. And he replied, oh, come on, how many? Numerous. Several? Come on. And that was his standard response was, come on. So he's he's Joe Bluth. Yes, he's okay. Joe Bluth. He also oh, allegedly uh, drank alcohol in front of players at the camp, uh, made some not very nice references to some female hockey players that were around there. And, uh, and uh, the reports also allege that the football players would gang up on a player on his birthday. And, oh, okay, never mind. Oh, there's a description of something they would call juicing. That the, I don't need to know that. Yeah, this guy's Jim Sharkey, man. Keeping it classy. Jim yeah. Sharkey. All right, I think that's enough about Jim Sharkey. Well, that's, uh, I'm, just, I'm just reporting the news. Jim Sharkey. All right, moving on to ball talk. We've got a, uh, another one here, and this comes from the Boston Celtics. The Boston Celtics. And this has to do with a very a, a, a big issue that happened a few years ago when the Boston Celtics had um, uh, their big three, which were Ray Allen, and uh, Paul Pierce and Kevin Garnett, oh, yeah. along with Rajon Rondo, when they were winning championships. And so they won a championship. And However, a couple of years later, Ray Allen decided to leave for Miami. And oh, he, he left broke everybody's team. hearts. I remember and that. And it was a big deal because yeah. apparently there was a big split up among these guys where they were very angry with Ray Allen for deserting them. Yes, yes. The and, classic and falling out. The falling mm-hmm. out. Even though they'd won the championship together... Uh, Paul Pierce made statements, we don't talk anymore. They won the battle, but not the war. We don't call each other at all anymore. You know, these former best friends with their falling out. Well, the fallout is continuing, I'm sorry to say. And on the 10-year anniversary of the Celtics winning the 2008 NBA title, they're having a big celebration for it. However, one person not involved is Ray Allen. So I'm just sad to say that this falling out of friends, this tragic circumstance is going to continue. Wait, you're saying it's the 10-year from 2008? Yeah. It's 2017, right? Uh, well, it's 2017, but they're planning the 2018. Okay. Yeah. I swear that just blew my mind for a second. I'm like, uh, 
crap, it's 2017. Okay, it's not 10 years. Well, an event of this magnitude takes some time to plan. It that's does, true. yeah. That's true. But one thing that's already planned is that Ray Allen will not be participating oh, in this. So he, the, he, he doesn't get to sit with them. He doesn't. It's sad. It's, it's upsetting. And that is... Uh, that is the case. All right, so there we go. That is, uh, that's this. Oh, I guess we do have a little bit of ball talk to wrap up to. There's an NCAA tournament going on, the Tournament of Champions. Greg is losing. Oh, yeah, that little thing. Yeah, and uh, I I'm am. I'm doing pretty well still. I was looking at this. So I am sitting at a comfortable number. Uh, I'm ranked at number 16, I believe. I'm taking a look at this. Yeah, uh, people are, you know, there's I'm some statistical at a comp- oh, no, anomalies. Me, I'm at 26, sorry. And Greg is at uh, 41. Ooh. Yeah. But statistically speaking, I'm fine, though. It'll Greg be... only has 156 more possible points. I have 170. Well, I'm just saying statistically, I think it'll be fine. It's all going to work out in the end. These are just how these things work. This numbers and crunching. And if you run the algorithm, obviously, I'm going to clearly end up winning. Oh, clearly, yeah. No, it's just it's just math. It's I mean, who, math. Who, yeah. who trusts that? Yeah, I mean, exactly. There's, I, wow. I'll write Yahoo. They're obviously doing something wrong with their... Uh, the way they're they're. Uh, you have to give a shout out. Aggregating though, this to our friend who's in the chat and who is sitting at number one currently right now. Yes, and that is right now he's number one. I mean, obviously this until is going this to change. I'm going to give him this minute. Yeah, until Thursday when that's going to change. Mister Janky, number one with his uh, bracket. Anything can be pie. And uh, he's sitting at number one. <laughs> Corey job, at number two Mr. with Janky. dumpster shoes. Uh, Scott with short Americans. Welcome aboard. And Jen and. Uh, Tim are tied. Jen is another year, another bracket. Tim is fuckstick swish. So there we go. Awesome. Those are your your top ones right now. Sorry you're all going to lose and get second to me because obviously I'm going to That's be coming back. That's never going to happen. Uh, but that is uh, enjoy your moment, as they say. All right. That concludes this edition of Ball Talk. It just gets more embarrassing the more you like try to fight the fact that you're terrible. At picking these things. No, oh, I mean it's you know that statistically speaking, I'm I'm just fine. These are just one of these anomalies. You're the one that made fun of me for out. picking West Virginia because I liked that John Den- Denver sings about it. And nah, it's just, it'll work it. Well. It'll work itself out. Will it? Yeah, it'll work itself out in the end. Mm-hmm. That's what they all say. Anyway, oh, apparently Mrs. Jenky is number four. She's uh, she's Jen in this thing. Oh wow! So the Jenky family is just rigging the. That's that's where the problem is. The Jenky family has rigged yeah, our bracket. Sure. Has that, rigged the Tournament of Champions. Well, are you busy that, that, That's on, the problem. <laughs> are you busy on Thursday? Uh, Thursday? No, not that I know of. Oh, my gosh, because you should come and hang out with us at our bingo night. I should come out and yeah, hang with the bingo it's night. free to so, play. We're going to have some fun prizes. Uh, sign up start at 6 p.m. It's at the Landmark Saloon, 4847 Southeast Division. Yep, with Bridgeport Brewing as a fine sponsor and, and Tullamore Dew. Whiskey. Ooh. Mm-hmm. We've got beer and whiskey. So, yeah, come on down to the uh, Fun Employment Radio bingo night. It's going to be fun. Get down. Get awesome. down. Do it. Uh, send us an email, funemploymentradio <laughs> at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. Thank you so much, everyone, for tuning in into Fun Employment Radio. Royal, thank you so much for coming in today. Thank you so much for having me. It's been way too long since I've gotten to talking to a mic, and I really miss it. Yay! Yeah. Well, we're glad that you're here. <laughs> and thank you for the absinthe, too. You're quite welcome. Yeah, Greg, you're not running off with that. I don't know if I've ever actually it. had absinthe. You've never had absinthe? I don't know if I have, yeah. That's weird. Shit's going to get weird. Yeah. It yeah. Gets, it gets strange. I know. I'm looking forward to it. Sweet. All right. Thanks so much, everybody, for tuning in. <laughs> um, 
Let's see. Tomorrow's show will be at the normal time. It's only Tuesday, isn't it? It wow. sure Feels is like it's only later Tuesday. In the week. Yep. <laughs> Feels later in the week than that. All right. Don't forget to tune in later on today to Eat Food Already right here on the Fun Employment Radio Network. They'll be live at about 5 p.m. or so, and that'll be followed by Guys and Balls right awesome. here on the Fun Employment Radio Network. Thanks so much, everybody, for tuning in. We'll be back tomorrow with more Fun Employment Radio. Bye, guys. Bye. Thanks, You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. The war was lost. The treaty signed.